Welcome back to the Going For Three pod. This is episode 13. And your usual hosts are back. My name is Chris Collins, a.k.a. Hot Text Collins, and I'm here with the usual suspects. Who do we have here with me today? Uh, Tony Farr, a.k.a. G, a.k.a. Gramps. Please don't call me Gramps. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't call him. Don't call him Gramps. And uh, I am Percy Thomas, also known as PTP. Also known as the K Cunningham enthusiast. Um, it says on my Twitter. Uh, um, yeah, it is now. Yeah, nah, uh, nah. Least, hey, hey, you know that's not. So, uh, uh-huh. I was gonna say that's not a bad. That's not a bad new nickname for me. Is don't call me Gramps. Look, it works though. I go. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, well. So today, guys, we got a got a good amount of topics to get into. Uh, to you know, this past week we uh. Had the wild card in the NFL, and you know, not not as competitive as 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 I would like. Um, I guess I would ask first is as far as what game stuck out to you guys the most, and then I guess we can go through each individual one after that. Mm, what game stuck out the most? Um, yeah, like, probably probably the Bills. The Bills. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I know. I believe. You and I picked the, the Patriots. Patriots to win. Um, I certainly did not expect that shellacking. Um, <laughs> got pounded. They, uh, the Bills just—I mean, the pills. The Bills didn't attempt a punt, a field goal. I mean, they just mollywopped. That was the last thing I expected. And then they just annihilated them. They were Josh Allen was just throwing. He was throwing dots all day in that weather. I mean, just nothing. What I uh, the fact that Buffalo won isn't unexpected, but the way they did it, the Patriots just came out flat. They just folded like a cheap lawn chair. I mean, it was just <laughs> surprising. I mean, it 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 does show uh, New England's weakness, which is their run defense and showed their glaring need for you know they got a they went out inside a signed a bunch of twos and threes at receiver you know a couple of I, I hate to say washed tight ends but I guess okay fine washed tight ends and no clear number one receiver and it showed I just I'm just surprised at how much how badly Buffalo whipped that ass. <laughs> nothing else really. Nothing else really surprised me, honestly. Okay. So, yeah. All right. PTP. Uh, I probably was gonna go with the Bills, but I mean, I'm gonna just go on one that kind of made a little bit more noise at the end of the week. Um, look at the Cowboys game. Uh, them and the Niners. Uh, it was. It was weird. You know, you did you did pick the Niners to win though. I did pick the Niners, but. Overall, I did too. Yeah, overall down the stretch, Cowboys. It's hard, to, it's hard to really tell, like if they just kind of really like got lost in the moment as far as not letting the ref touch the ball, and then they didn't move with urgency to snap the ball, so it just cost them a little. You're speaking bit about the last game. about that last play, right? The last play that uh, the quarterback draw from like yeah. <laughs> from like. It's like, mid, yeah, it's like midfield. <laughs> with, <laughs> with no timeouts left. Yeah. 
I feel like that more or less just means a lot because Garoppolo more or less looked like a pretty decent quarterback that day. And Debo, I don't think Debo really had that good of a day either that mm. I can remember. Oh yeah, he was no, he was solid. Yeah, I think he. We, I think he was like. Might he didn't go stupid, but he Debo was Debo. Well, he, he, he had like seventy-two on the ground with a tutty, mm. three, three catches. Well, receiving wise, he didn't have that much of a. He didn't have that great of a day, but running wise, he he does his thing. But it's not only that, but like their defense looked stellar. Like it looked like how it did previous Super Bowl run that they just had. And just from a Cowboys perspective, I mean team once again kind of just squanders their opportunity and I would assume that Mike McCarthy needs to be evaluated as far as like a coach not because they lost not because they just lost the game but like his play calling made no sense like you don't run a QB draw at dang near midfield after you mess after after the whole snap mishap which could be considered like a coaching issue because you do if you do drills in, in practice and the dude has to be the ref, like, you know, gotta touch the rock. Like, that's just how it would grow. So I don't see Mike McCarthy making it if he makes it if he makes it out of this offseason, I don't see him making it past like next year's season if he continues to do stuff like that. Yeah. I agree. I mean that's not the only that that's not the only problem. I mean it's definitely it definitely is a problem for them. Yeah. But well, just game, like New England situations, they're just terrible. Just like, but just like New England, they were what their weakness was exposed. Um, they committed far too many penalties. Um, their pass defense isn't as good as everybody thinks it is. And quite frankly, if if their running game is stopped, you know. And you've got some, and you've got some guys who can cover. Yeah. Dak doesn't I disagree, but it's like to an extent. Like when you look at the game, they, it's like Garoppolo. They like the Cowboys didn't even really get beat through the air. Like it was just the fact of running the ball. They didn't really know. Like as far as their run defense, they didn't really know where to be. Like stop Debo or stop Mitchell. So they hmm? they played terrible for like the first basically three quarters they were and they were still in the game so i'm not gonna sit here and and also as, as far as compared to the patriots they have the talent is not even comparable i mean Dak better than mac and then obviously cd and amari like their talent is way better than than like that of the patriots so yeah, i mean like their offense has an identity but when i think about it like a, a game where you're going against a Niners team that doesn't have Sherman. They don't have any top corners on that team anymore. And only Cooper, the receiver, has... Well, him and uh, Cedric, I think. They have six and five catches. Well, six catches, one has five catches. Alton Schultz is your leading receiver with CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper on the on the field with him. That shouldn't be happening. I mean, it, I, it, I it doesn't matter to me who's the, leading, who's the leading, especially if you're in a position to win. I mean, and although it, it was tough for them, they were moving the ball at the last possession, moving it straight down the field. And then, Lord and behold, terrible play call. I'm not saying that they would have won the game at that last point, but they were they were definitely making it more interesting the more that they drove down that field. And then yeah. their coach makes a terrible, a terrible, probably it has to be one of the worst play calls I've seen in recent memory. Considering yeah. the context, like there's no timeouts. You're in the middle of the field. You need a touchdown. It's not like you need a field goal or something like that. And it's just like, yeah, it was 
And because you had, if I'm not mistaken, they had threw, threw the ball, what, three, four times previous and got first downs on every single one. Like they, were, they were eating yards. They were getting out of, because San Francisco was letting them get out of bounds. They were, they were and, playing and, over and the plus top. Plus, they were lateral at one point. And even that lateral got a good amount of yards off of it, so it's like exactly, and they were able to get out of bounds again. Yeah. So that's one, that was I think that was the first pass play or the second. Yeah. So they were eating yards, like you're you're having success. Like why would you? Well, why, why would you do a key? It, it just it made no sense. And if Mike McCarthy made that call, I mean, yeah. pretty pretty damnable. I don't know if he did. Oh, he said. Well, he mean he he defended it. So I mean, makes it sound like he made the like he made the play call. Well, well. it's hard headed though. Honest, I mean, cause, like cause people were trying to blame Kellen Moore too. I'm like Kellen. They praised Kellen Moore throughout the season, or when he had the clipboard. Like plays were actually being made when Kellen Moore ran the offense. I feel like the only time they really like have meltdowns is when Mike tries to take the head, head the headset run plays because it's just like him being out of touch shows more and more with each passing day that he has a coaching job the fact that he doesn't realize that and that jerry doesn't realize that is wild to me and even more so like yes the penalty is not or not the penalty but like that that last play isn't the only reason they lost the game but even gramps you brought it up you brought up penalties is that not a reflection of coaching discipline like that's what your coach is supposed to give, prepare, prepare you for, make sure you guys are, you know, yeah. disciplined and focused and locked in, so those types of things don't happen. Well, I mean that that that's that's true, but it's also on the players not to commit the penalties. No, you're absolutely right. But great coach, but you know, well coached teams usually do not commit penalties like that. That's in, fair in high leverage situations. Not yeah. not often, no. Or, or even with the Patriots, like going back to them, like even though they were getting mollywhopped by the Bills, I don't think they had that many penalties. Like they were just being, they were just being outplayed. They didn't really make any mistakes. Well, but it, it but it, it goes back to what I said about like Buffalo's offense couldn't be stopped, so it would have had to be a shootout, and the Patriots can't do that. No, they can't. They don't have the yeah, offensive no. personnel at any, honestly, at any offensive position other other than maybe running back. Like, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, they're solid there for yeah. sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. tight end really wasn't that bad. I mean, Buffalo just has really good linebackers, honestly. Like, I mean, Hunter, Hunter, Hunter like, Henry's like, not terrible, but it's like, uh, if like Hunter he's Henry's not going to be your best they, like, yeah, option. Like, like, yeah. like they're not bruisers. Like him, him and John, who are literally like open space. Like they, they need other number one receivers to like take the pressure off of them. I mean, that's, they're, they're, not, they're not fast. They're not yeah. fast. They're not great route runners. They're not like you said. They're not bruisers. They're not like Gronk out here, so they need speed, yeah. and they don't have that. They're literally just run of the mill. Like all, they, all, they, all, like all they have is hands. Like if they're open, they're not average, dropping it probably. But average to slightly above average tight ends. If yeah. if Hunter Henry is going to be your one B to uh, Jacoby Myers, then you're not. Your offense is not great, especially. And then if you're going to have a quarterback that's not. That's just not up to, to that level, whether yeah. it be youth or whether he may not ever get there. Like it's it's not going to work. So you know, and Mac had been having having a hard time for the past couple of weeks. So I mean, it was it kind of was that was kind of expected. Yeah. He he was he was going to have his welcome to the NFL moment because I mean this season technically he, they all overachieved. I think everybody can agree on that. I mean Bill is Bill, but the team as a whole. I mean, the defense. 
thought the defense would have played better, honestly. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, if the offense can't score, then the defense is always on the field, then I get that. Yeah. You don't get tired. Don't take the mail somewhere. Yeah. But, uh, okay, I guess uh, we kind of all went toward the same the same games. We had the Bills, basically. Just dismantling the Patriots. But uh, the first wild card game was the Raiders and the Bengals. Uh, Bengals won 26 19. You know, Joe doing Joe things. Uh, You know, Derek Carr tried to lead lead a late comeback. uh, Ended up throwing a, I want to say, an interception in the red zone to seal the game, basically. And yeah. Mm. What do you guys thought about that game? Mar did his thing. Um, Raiders defense didn't do it. Enough, and that was the thing we talked about. Yeah. Getting enough, like constant pressure the whole game. They didn't. They did at times, but didn't the whole game. And you know, Jamar did his thing. Not really anybody else. Mixon did his thing. Joe looked poised. Burrow looked poised, like he'd been there before. And good for them. They won, as it, I thought they would. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a little bit more of the same thing. I mean, receiver, I can honestly say, like, I actually, like, showed up that day was uh, Uzoma because he had 6 and 64. Higgins and Boyd were, like, non-factors this entire day. But kind of does show, like, even when it's just, like, a chase show, you still manage to pull it out. Obviously, if I'm the Bengals, I wouldn't want it to just be games where Chase has to have 116 or 120 plus for them to win the game. And even then, he didn't even score. So he was just getting them in position for like Uzoma. Yeah, I think Uzoma had like a red zone score and Boyd might have like a red zone score. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Raiders defense just didn't have the same energy that they've had throughout most of the season. And then offensively, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Outside of Derek Carr and Jacobs and Waller, like, and Renfro, Renfro had eight catches, but I was out of those three. Like, I'm not, I'm not really seeing like what they have on offense. It's a lot of like by committee stuff they, outside of the four, though. I mean, they don't need to have a like a they. You don't need you don't need to have like a uber superstar to like do everything, which they have a superstar yeah. receiving talent in Darren Waller. You know what I mean, like. Yeah. I guess I'm, I look at this game differently than I guess you guys do because I mean, oh, I thought yeah. it was a pretty solid game. The Raiders were in position to tie the game or go for the win if they chose to. You know, I mean, yeah. it was literally just a toss up, and he ended up throwing an interception, which, to be, to be quite frank, was probably pass interference. But we don't want to talk about that. Essentially, that's yeah. over there. <laughs> he tackled that man before the ball was even close to him. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it was a close game. One yeah, score game yeah, came yeah, down yeah, to yeah. literally the last possession. And, you know, could like, Derek Carr have played better? Thing. Yeah, could Derek Carr have played better? I mean, yeah, a little bit, you know. Well, a lot bit, honestly, but they were still with it. They were still in a position to win the game. Yeah. I don't know. So, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't very much like, uh, it, I guess you guys say like Bengals kind of like narrowly. And then plus, the, even I think it was like the, uh, the touchdown to Boyd, I think. The ref blew the whistle. During the play, yeah, that, <laughs> so it's yeah, like, that's kind of like a yeah, it's like a technicality type of thing because like yeah. he didn't affect his whistle didn't affect the play because the ball was damn near in his hands already. But by the rules, if you blow it, if you blow that whistle, 
you know, while the ball is in the air, so or something like that, it's, it's dead. So like, yeah, yeah, like, so like that point, the possession should have stopped at, at some point because he's either for a flag or like you know into regulation type shit. But yeah, but they didn't want to deal with the repercussions of that, so they dealt with the repercussions <laughs> instead of just him ignoring it and acting like he didn't blow the whistle. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it was it was a drag out game. I mean, yeah, the the Bengals basically like they they got a lot of art, they got a lot of weapons in the arsenal. They are gonna have to have more games. Well, if they want to go far, they're gonna have the next game is gonna have to be like a more well-rounded showing for Higgins and Boyd and the rest of the guys because the Titans Chase is gonna have a hard time because Titans are corners. They got fired, you know. We'll get into that at some point, but yeah. Well, um, we already talked about the Patriots and Bills, so I'm gonna move on to. The Sunday uh, wildcard games. The first game of the day was the Eagles versus the Bucks. The Bucks won thirty-one fifteen, and uh, you know, yeah, Lappage. Eagles really couldn't get anything going. Uh, you know, much much early in that game, and obviously, time was doing time thing, just moving that ball, chugging along. Didn't matter mm-hmm. what out there. It seemed like. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I said that because Mike Evans had a good game, but you know, Mike went crazy. Yeah. My takeaway from that is not surprised. Um, the after effect of, of the after effect of is uh, how we basically saying uh, Jalen's the guy going forward. That's the bigger question to me. Should I mean, he be? But like the play calling was absolutely fucking atrocious. Like I don't know. Oh, yeah. Who's the, I mean, who is the offensive coordinator? He did a shit. He did a shit job. I'm sorry. Like, uh, I have no idea. That, that was terrible. No, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, even they like yard. Shane. Like, like yard yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Shane Stacy. Oh. Stanchin. Stanchin. Let me see. I mean, like yard wise, I mean, hurts hung with him. It was just. So like some of the they shots. Didn't, t- no. Some, it was it was it was a uh, like what is this thirty one zero yeah like they did, that game was they did not hang with him like it was thirty one zero to the fourth and then they scored oh, two yeah. garbage oh, touchdowns. I mean, like point one. I'm talking about like somebody like if you can if you compare like, outside of the two picks if you compare the throwing stats Brady that's really the only difference when you look at it like Hurts threw for two fifty eight a touchdown and, and two picks Brady threw for two seventy one and two touchdowns no picks. I'm trying to tell you those those stats don't mean anything. Half a lot of those stats came in the late in the third and early in, in the fourth quarter, bro. Like he had his stats were they were nothing for like the first three quarters where it really counted. Like mm-hmm. first half he he had nothing. He had done nothing. Yeah, it uh, yeah. was terrible. Yeah. Uh it weren't throwing down the field, they're running the wall, which I know that's what they do, but then it's just like I don't know. It, you gotta score. There were times where I feel like they just—you gotta take—they didn't take risks enough for me. Like, take some shots, man. Yeah, I mean, they were—I def- mean, they were definitely out, man. Like, because like, most of the games, honestly, the only thing I can really take away to an extent is like a mix of if, if like, because I mean, there's, there's a lot of first-time players in playoff games this weekend. Like, it's not like everybody was just like experienced, but teams like the Bucks, like. Like you got like Gronk, Brady, Evans, like players on that team that even like 
if it was like their like first or like fifth year, like you know, like it's just that experience factor that they have over like Hertz and Devonta Smith, like that's gonna, gonna play out in the game at some point. And it just happened to be. I mean, maybe I always, or I always feel like, bro, with football, if you're not like if if you're not a quarterback or like a lineman, I don't know. I feel like that shit really don't matter that much. Like, you still have to run your route and beat the man in front of you. Jamar, it was Jamar Chase's first playoff game. He went off. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. In most cases, it doesn't play a factor, like, if, if they're just that guy. But even if you have to be – I'm saying, like, you're, if you're good, you're good. You, you know, if you can get off, if you can get off your man, you can get off your man. Granted, if you're quarterback or you got a lot, a lot more finely tuned – Details that you got to worry about, like you're a lineman, you got to worry about switching, or you're calling the calls as the lineman and audibles with the quarterback and shit like that. Maybe, but like, I feel like I don't know. A lot of these other players, that shit doesn't really matter, in my opinion, that much. Mm. Like, that's not a good, that's not a big enough excuse for me on why the offense didn't do shit, at least when it counted. Yeah, you know? and maybe, you know, obviously, I was very optimistic about you know <laughs> this game. And I watched a good amount of it, like the first three quarters. But you know, when it was over, it was over, and it was pretty apparent that it was going to be over. It, I mean, it was pretty apparent early on that it was going to be over really quick. Mm. You know, so uh, route man. Yeah, I mean, there's not really much else to talk about the game, I guess. You know, yeah. Ooh, and, and then I know we we also talked about the Forty Nineers and Cowboys a little bit. Did you guys have any more extra to say about that? Uh, well, I didn't. No, nope. okay, well, glad the Cowboys lost. Well, <laughs> San ended up winning twenty-three to seventeen, uh, and as you guys know, the uh, Cowboys were in a position to win the game late. They run a quarterback draw with no timeouts <laughs> then in the middle of the field, and they weren't able to get another playoff because of uh, complications. So, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 nice. that. Um, we'll move on to the most entertaining game of that Sunday night. <laughs> the Steelers played the Chiefs and would be Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger's last game as a professional football player. Sent them off, sent them off uh, the only way we knew how. The <laughs> Chiefs ended up winning the game 42 to 21. Um, behind uh, a, a pretty complete performance from the Chiefs, uh, other than that first quarter uh, gaff or mistake that they did, and yeah, any any thoughts about this game, guys? I said sent them off the only way they knew how. Like that's crazy. To me. <laughs> um, I believe I said what I said last week. You, did, you, you absolutely did. I I didn't believe. It. You did. I didn't. I, I just thought, didn't think. I just didn't think at the end of the day that that as good as the Steelers' defense tends to be, they weren't going to be able to keep up if Kansas City scored any points. The offense is anemic. Ben's arm is dead. I know it was like <laughs> his final game, and you know, I thought they would really come out, and they they they, they came the out def- hard. The yeah, defense, the defense, the defense, yeah. the defense, yeah. Not defensively, at least. I mean, hey, hey, we definitely put up a fight. But bro, like we but, played, we played them like what two, two weeks prior, and we beat them pretty handily. So like, you know, the 
there's the old adage of, you know, it's hard to beat a team twice. You know, I, I was skeptical. Like, they've seen this already this year, literally a couple weeks before. Like, it's fresh in their minds. The tendencies are fresh in their minds. Like, I thought that they would be able to have more success with yeah. this. And, and to, Ben's, to Ben's defense, he had some pretty, uh, pretty bad, costly drops by his receiver. But I think yeah, I think Johnson dropped the pass. Yeah, that was dropped, good. Two, he dropped two or three like third down. Yeah. So, not saying that they would have won, but it definitely that we might not have scored five touchdowns in like yeah. Cause I feel like that. I feel like that's, that's, like that's mainly why the score was getting ran up because offensively, like the Steelers were. By the time you looked up, the Steelers were on a four and out, and they were punting. That's just how bad it was for them to move the ball. And then defensively, I mean, you know. If they're on if, if they're on the field way more than your offense is, you're not winning that game. After a while, like Mahomes, like he started throwing pass to the to the to the lineman. Like like that that that's how free this game became as the as it went on. So I didn't really pick yeah, in this Pat, game. Like Patty, a winner. Patty went crazy. Yeah, like he drew like four oh four and five and them things. Like I will say though, I'm definitely tired of him throwing across his body when he doesn't have to. That's how he got the first pick. <laughs> oh yeah, he no, really, like like for real, yeah. like he, cause he, he, so he rolls, he rolls out to the right. Um, Travis is right in front of him. I know it's not going to be a big game. It'll probably be like five, six yards. He's like, mm-hmm. he's basically like the check down of that, of the play, of that playoff, uh, that boot. But, bro, he's right in, he's right fucking in front of you. I get it. You, you want to throw a touchdown. I get it. You want yards. But he's right there, man. And he's open. <laughs> Just give him the, I, it, if it was McCole or Tyreek, okay, you know, you don't want to give him that short on a short yard, fine. Or but what well, even if it's Tyreek, because he can he can he can burn somebody. But like Travis is hard to bring down. Give him the ball, let him make a play. You don't have to throw across your body while rolling to the right. Because <laughs> that's how it got that's how it gets tipped. It got tipped by somebody, and they got picked off by somebody. So it's just like, okay. Like, bro, what what are you doing? Like, that's that's unnecessary. And then to Andy. There is, I, I, this needs to be said. There is absolutely no fucking reason why McCole Harmon should be running a fucking uh, run option with, with, who was it, with Williams? With our backup run, our, our, number, our number two receiver and number three as far as pecking order on just receiving options is running a read, read option with our backup running back. What, 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 what sense? Mm-hmm. What sense does that make? If you're going to do that at all, it should be for one. Tyreek should have the ball. Like I don't, and maybe you run a, pa- a run path a pass option with or a run option with McCole, or you know somebody who has the ball more or more shorthanded than him or the backup running back. Like, that shit doesn't even make sense. Like, <laughs> and and then the running back he tries to pick the ball up. And make a play out of a out of already a busted play. He gets blasted in the back and drops the ball. Like he's just pouring salt on the wound and makes it and just making it worse. You know, yeah. Um, so that was that. Was, I didn't like that. You know, get into rhythm before you start call, before you start calling all that 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 you know questionable stuff. Um, Started getting fancy too early. Yeah, and then I guess my last takeaway is um, I like the way Juju looked, and I hope he comes to the Chiefs next year. And that, that's real. I'm serious. <laughs> I would know. I was. I wanted to see how he looked because of his injury. Yeah. And he came out and he he played. I mean, he didn't play, you know, great. But you know, he played. 
and he had some catches. So that was nice to see. Um, but yeah, they got, they got hit with a, a Kansas City explosion. I didn't expect. <laughs> no, I, re- I really didn't expect the, it to get that out of hand that damn quick. It was crazy. Yeah, Ben Sendoff got go uh, real murky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't think I don't think the, uh, the Steelers have beat Patrick Mahomes, which is funny because before Patrick started, we could never beat the Steelers like ever. It was actually frustrating because it's like we always felt that we could beat the Patriots, but we could never beat the Steelers. But the Steelers could never beat the Patriots. So like, you understand, like it was so upsetting. It's just like, fuck. Yeah. We can we can beat the, the the one true contender. Like we 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 were we were a team built to beat Tom Brady. Like, <laughs> like we seriously no, like we seriously were. And we beat him a couple times in the uh, in the regular season. But we could just never we never could beat the Steelers. Or we could never get to uh play the Patriots in the playoffs with that with that current iteration of that team. And it was crazy. But uh I guess moving on to the last wild card game. Of the uh, playoffs, we have the Cardinals and the Rams, and the Rams uh, thoroughly, thoroughly worked the Cardinals, winning thirty-four to eleven. Um, yeah, you guys feel about this game? A lot of a lot of developments in this game. I would say, personally, Rams defense was really good. Mm-hmm. Kyler looked bad. Yeah, he didn't look great. He, uh, he, I, I, I'm not going to put all that on no D-hop because that's not fair because they still have a lot of other people and they just they just looked out of sorts. Kyler looked out of sorts. And uh, Rams defense was good because I'm not going to like go out here and say like I'm not taking anything away from Stafford. He did what he needed to do. It's his first ever playoff win. Good for him. Got that monkey off his back, and they're moving on. They were the better team. Totally cool. It's just, I think this was more. This was to me. Yes, the Rams defense played well, but this was more. The the Cardinals played absolutely terrible, than it was the Rams played lights out. Well, if you really look at their personnel, honestly, mm-hmm. you get past D Hop, and it it it. It really isn't that great. You look at the running backs. Like, yes, Chase, he's okay, but he's not a great runner. He's a decent pass catcher. You look at James, who, you know, he, he, like there's a reason he's on the Cardinals. He didn't work out in Pittsburgh, and they handed him all the touches he could handle. He he just wasn't. He started losing effectiveness. So it's just like, and he's not a great pass catcher. So it's like the running backs aren't great. Then you go to the receiving core. I mean, Christian Kirk, their leading leader in targets is Christian Kirk, who's a, who's at best a good. <laughs> number two, maybe? You know, and then AJ Green was, you know, non-existent, it seemed. Mm-hmm. Um, Rondell Moore, you know, Benjamin Zacherts, these are just guys right now. If for, some reason, Zachers, for some reason, Wesley kind of didn't have a big role in the offense after playing a lot in the weeks that they didn't have hop, so that didn't make any sense either. Probably because they felt like he wasn't get, probably getting open. Uh, or he wasn't. He went. He wasn't doing something right. Yeah, but I mean, he, I mean, he only had two targets. So I mean, yeah. or maybe he, maybe they put Jalen on him. I don't know. Yeah, it might have, might have been a lot of sets where he just went on the field. But I mean, yeah, honestly, I can't even say the, I can't even say like 
the Rams defense literally they played. I feel like more or less everybody knows the defense is gonna be good. Like I'm not even gonna. It's not even about that more or less because Kyler Murray has played defenses this year that were that were going that going into the game they were stout. He still played good. He looked like garbage. But did he have D Hop when he played them? Yeah, D Hop. Granted, but. Like the, the, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie, bro. You take D Hop away from this team, and I'm literally looking at like their roster. And yeah, is... I'm, I mean, but like there was a couple games this year. There, there was a couple games this year where Kirk had over 100 yards receiving. There were a couple games where Connor did both rushing and passing like abilities. They have, they have, they had players on that team that could step up if D Hop was to miss this game. And then, depending on how far they got, they probably would have had, D- or depending on like, if they won this game, they would have probably had D Hop back the next week. So, like, Kyler just completely forgot how to play the game of football. I'm not going to say that. His, his, no, his, his decision making was. I, his scrambling ability just seemed like he just, like, immediately got shut down. More than, like, I mean, of course, like, no, like, pockets collapse, and, like, you know, they got Jalen Ramsey over there. Like, it's a lot of things that that play into it. But his pocket presence was never that, like, sporadic. Like, he was really just looking around a couple, like, a lot of times. Like, there was just nothing there. Like, the Rams defense really didn't do anything different. Like, they, they tried to take away Kirk. He kind of succeeded. Rondell Moore is, like, they're, like, was he, like, a rookie or, like, their second-year receiver? He's not really going to give you that much problem. Zach Ertz is... Zach Ertz. I mean, what else are you really gonna? Like, he's not. He's not Zach Ertz uh, anymore. He's Zachary Ertz. <laughs> Zachary Ertz. Zachary L. Ertz. Like you know, like that's that's what he's, he is. Yeah, yeah, this, this isn't this isn't that guy from Philly. Years ago, he's just a guy right now yeah. at this point. So you know, yeah. it, it just shows like more or less like how de- how defeated. They, like at a certain mm-hmm. point, like if Odell Beckham is in the game, throwing throwing forty yard bombs on your defense, Man, he can throw. Yeah, that, that ain't the first uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pass he's thrown. It ain't the first. And, I mean, it'll be the last, yeah, probably. He, he, like, he can throw. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it won't be the last. They didn't have made it. Like, the thing was, like, that play more or less was like, it was from him to Acres. It was from him to Acres. I'm halfway across the field. He throw. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, it, it's like, I'm, like, I'm looking at the play. It's like, I'm trying to figure out if it was like a corner that the Cardinals had or their safety. One of the two. We're in a position to probably make it to where Acres didn't come down with this pass. They just didn't do it. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't. I don't know if I say that. There ain't no reason he let him catch it. Like he, so he, didn't, probably, he didn't let he him. Like, make the play. Yeah, he, like he didn't let him. But I was like, I think either the guy had his back to the play. I forgot what it. I, I tried to visualize it, but I forgot. But I mean, what the story is. I mean, I forgot. I forgot the dub. That's really. Like the the main thing here, because I mean, he, I think he was like zero and three go before this game, so playoff games like as a whole. Uh, good for him. Cam Akers came in and had a good game. I think that's also an important takeaway. I must say, yeah, because um, he only like he came, he played week eight, played in week eighteen before they started the playoffs, and had, yeah, had, but had fifty five yards, know, not not much though. Yeah, like it's worse. Cause he had fifty five yards in the winning game they played. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the play, in the, yeah, in the playoff game. Yeah. Yeah, but the last game of the season, he only he didn't have that many carries. But I feel like him coming back just adds another dynamic to their offense as far as their running game. I don't know, man. The Rams, I, I, it looks scary, man. And if and if if uh, Matt's gonna share some of this 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 sugar around with Odell, they're yeah. gonna be they're gonna be something. If he can realize, like, oh my goodness, I don't have to throw it to Cooper Cup every time. Odell's on the team. Oh my goodness, Van Je- Oh my goodness, Van Jefferson's here. 
Plus Sony Michelle, I ain't gonna lie. Like the first play of the game I seen from Sony. Busted. Hey, you can't say his name around Grant. You can't say his name around Grant. <laughs> Uh, like, he he busted that motherfucker. Where is Daryl Henderson? I'm not as hateful. I'm not as hateful as I was. It's, where it's is Daryl Henderson at? I where is Daryl Henderson at? Hopefully, another team next year. <laughs> he, he, be, he might be on the football team. You know, he might be backing up Gibson. Eh? Nah, we don't. Nah, 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 nah. nah. I don't. Nah, nah. Mm. Nah. Mm. He said, "I've had." He said, "I've had enough of him. No more." I've had it. Well, that does it for uh, the wild card games. I guess um, I don't know if you guys want to briefly talk about the upcoming games potentially. Okay, so let's see the divisional round. We have Saturday. We had the Bengals at the Titans. I got the Titans. But I, but I was never going to pick the Bengals at all. Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> and, it's not, and it's not because I don't, it's not because I don't like the Bengals. Like, yeah. They're too reliant on Jamar Chase. And one team is going to be like, hey, you're not going to do that. But I guess the Raiders didn't. So, you know, maybe the Titans will. We're going to take that same thought process. Okay, the Raiders are going to stop them. Oh, wait, they did? All right, you know, the, the it, Titans it, for it, sure. It if he comes out, if he's if he's balling like that, just double him. Dude, just take him out the game. Right? Uh, it's not hard. It's uh, really not hard. Uh, just show him respect and double him. Also, they gotta start calling this a push offs because Jamar pushes off a lot. Like, I, I'm not. I'm. I'm no. I'm. I know it's. I know what it sounds like. But I like Jamar. But bro, really look at his tape. <laughs> he's pushing like those back shoulder throws. Pushes off 100 percent of the time. I'm talking full extension, hey. and nothing is called. I'm like, damn. Yeah, hey, 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 but no, like I said, I got the Titans, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you going to Titans too? Huh? Are you not yeah. going to Titans? Derrick Henry's back. I ain't going to yep. lie. I'm on my own island. Plus, more or less, you know. I, plus, I'll pull at this because, you know, um, as, as the only person to, like, only have only gotten one game wrong in the last set of this. <laughs> so, technically one game wrong because I didn't pick the Steelers two game. But, I mean... You wanted to pick the Steelers though, so wait a minute. I only got I only got one wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah G did too. But um, and I didn't really want to pick the Steelers either. I just said I wouldn't be surprised because I mean that defense was looking nice. And- that's basically a pick. That's 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 as close to a pick for the most lopsided. Uh, for the no, seriously, like that's that, that's as close of a pick for the most lopsided game of the weekend. Like yeah. besides maybe the Eagles and Eagles and Bucks. Like that's as close to a pick. You you you're gonna eat that. <laughs> to me, to me, that's a pick. Yeah, but I say like, I mean, I, I say, like, I, I'll take the L on it because I didn't expect him to get, you know, just spanked. But I mean, I'm gonna still, I'm gonna still go Bengals. I mean, I, I, like, obviously, Derrick Henry's coming back. I understand that, but who's got their whole offense? You know, the Titans. The Titans at certain points, like they they won without him. But as far as like in playoff games, you you, you say they need Derrick. You know, they they needed him to be back this week. Bengals got Bengals still got exactly. Bengals still got a lot of options. 
if Jamar if Jamar gets doubled, then you know you still got Higgins, you still got Boyd, you still got Uzama. What did Higgins do last game? But they, I'm gonna say last game, they, like I said, they didn't respect Jamar Chase, so you get a 100 yard game. Titans are gonna the Titans are probably gonna scheme for Jamar because they've actually seen that they've had weeks they've had a, they've had a week to prepare for him. I doubt he's gonna have one on one coverage. Especially Byer on the team, like Byer is gonna shadow him. So there's gonna be other guys that he has that Burrow has to get the ball to. Isn't really a bad option because like they still got a lot of guys that can still get yards with the catch. So that's what I'm banking on, more or less. I, I would, I would see the, I, I would pick the Bengals in this Bengals. case. I'm gonna see the Bengals. Bengals are a fraud, bro. They're a good team, good young team. They have good talent. Joe is the deal. Jamar is the deal. I like Joe, but. I just, I don't see it with this team. I mean, I mean, I mean. Obviously, like the line isn't the best rushing wise. What is the last <laughs> team like, that made a deep playoff run with a bad offensive line? I mean, y'all was in the Super Bowl and y'all lost half y'all line. That's they got hurt the game before. <laughs> what you mean? But, uh, like, y'all was wounded. What? Y'all was wounded going into it. No, so the year, so I think, I think y'all, no, y'all lost going, a line going, the game or the one where going, like, the line we were, was really broken. Going in, going in, we were down. Mitchell Schwartz was a pro bowler. Mm-hmm. We were down him, but we still had Eric Fisher, who was also all pro, and our tackle. You know, so like you can you can acclimate for one missing lineman, but then you lose two, and then our team made the decision, which I don't agree with, but they made it because they felt they were the best. They decided to move around the guys that were still there into different positions and move up some younger guys. So it's like no one is in their position that they're used to as far as the guys that are getting playing. So now everything's just out of the way. No one has any continuity or anything. But it's just like, like our offensive line was perfectly fine until Eric Fisher got hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm. oh, I know this. Who, who they? Also, that's one, one of the most important, you know, line positions. Eh. Uh, anyway, man, I, I got the Titans. I, I did it last. G, G I, has the I, Titans. I, you I, have the Bengals. I, I did it last week. Got it written down. It'll happen again. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm <laughs> still. I'm remembering what he said last week is not an official Super Bowl prediction, but he what he wouldn't mind seeing, which was the Packers and Bengals. So I think he's kind of halfway there. Grant, I'm halfway there. Honestly. <laughs> well, okay, so. So forty nine of the Packers, I guess. PTP has the Packers. We're halfway Packers. there. They got to win two more. But I got the forty nine. Got Packers. Yeah, Packers. I got the forty ers I just uh, I should. Be, I have to see it to believe it. I would like for the Packers to win, but I don't believe it. You know, um, I don't believe it. Adams. Oh, Aaron. Aaron just does not have good luck with the forty ers I don't know what it is. Mm. He just he does not have good luck. Things go bad. They are, I mean, they are at Lambeau this game. So, you know, it's going to be cold up there. Might snow. You know what I'm saying? Weather restrictions, you know. Neither they really used to snow like that. Especially Jimmy G. Like, Jimmy G ain't used to snow. So, I don't know what the weather is. I feel like that probably plays a bigger factor than, of course, like, the blaring ones as far as, like, you know, defensively the 49ers are really looking really, really good right now. But the Packers also get Bakhtiari back, who's, like, literally one of the best linemen in the NFL. So, I would I would bank on the Packers winning that game. Yeah. Yeah. 
how many Aaron hasn't, hasn't beaten the 49ers in the playoffs? I don't think so. And it's, he's played them a good amount. Um, yeah. So on Sunday, we have the Rams and the Buccaneers, uh, the showdown of showdowns. You know, the the, the, the cream of the crop. <laughs> cream de la cream. The, 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 the first of the cream of the crop. We got uh, Matthew Stafford versus Tom Brady. What do you guys got? Mm. Bucks. Ooh, there's only one right answer, and it's the. <laughs> but I hope that I, I I hope the Bucks win only if they can get to the Super Bowl. If that makes it, so if the Bucks win, but then lose. Well, like I mean, my 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 prediction was rematch. So I think the Bucks will do enough on offense. Brady's too savvy. To just shit the bed and the Bucks defense, well, yeah, but you know what I mean. But and the Bucks defense was solid, and it seems it seems eerily similar to what happened last year, where their defense wasn't great during the season, but during the playoffs they were good. And I'm seeing the same thing again. I mean, I'm seeing them force. Stafford to turn. They played. They played the Eagles. Yeah, but it's like, it's like, it's like I would have agreed with you, but I mean, he they had the Eagles. They, I watched, they, they had the Eagles on their play. I watched that game, game man. Yeah. And I, re- I remember I put it in our group message. Well, as soon as it happened, I was like, I can't believe Jalen Hurts just missed that. Wild well, ball. I mean, last yeah. last year, a very undermanned Washington football team gave him a game in the wild card, and the defense was great. The rest of the way, and they got there. I'm seeing, I'm seeing similar. I, I'm seeing them force Stafford turn the ball over, throw erratically. Brady does enough. Mm. I don't see, I don't see that. I see Aaron Donald. I see Aaron Donald and Bob Miller. Plus, Jalen Ramsey. You know he gonna be on mic, so. <laughs> Right, that, if, yeah, if, if Mike's gone, Brady gonna have to really. It's gonna have to be Gronk or bust. And that's and yeah, and that's another thing. You talk about last year, but they had Mike, they had Chris, they had Antonio, they had Gronk, a healthier Gronk and a better Gronk. Okay. You know, now you got Mike, who's still kind of he's playing through it. He's he still playing well, but like like PDP said, all right, but like PDP said, Jalen's on him. It's the best corner in the league. So I mean, yeah. without Antonio Brown, without Chris Godwin. I mean, Plus, even offensively, I mean, I feel like when it comes to like having Acres and Michelle, like they're probably not even going to have to throw the ball as much as people think they will. And Bucks defense is going to have to prove themselves as far as like run defense wise. Obviously, you know Cooper Cup's going to have his shots, but Dale going to get his shots. But at the core of it, the Rams are probably going to run a lot more in this game just to keep them on their toes because you know the Bucks probably expecting them to like you know air it out. Try to get some deep yardage. Oh no, they gonna air it out. No, they yeah. gonna, let, let's let's not confuse that. They gonna throw the ball. I, yeah, but, yeah, but they gonna throw it. But I mean, as far as like when the game first starts, I don't think it's gonna be just Stafford dropping back trying to pick them apart. Like they're gonna, like, they're gonna have to run, soften them up a little bit. Let let, let them know, let them know they want to change some stuff up, and then you hit them with the deep one. Sean McVay only wants to run the ball to set the play action. Man. Yeah. He wanted, he wants to throw that thing. 
But I mean, that's the like I feel, I feel like well, for me, Bradley, that would be like their key to success, more or less. They have to as long as the Rams are mixing it, like kind of like how the Bucks did at some point when they had Leonard Fournette season and stuff. Are they gonna have Leonard Fournette? Uh, I think for, is Fournette coming back? Is he going? To, I mean, I, it's, it's kind maybe of, it's, it's up in the air. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah I think, maybe. maybe. But um, it's like, I feel like they, the Rams are gonna have to they're, they're gonna have to defer to. Michelle and Akers at certain points in the game, maybe even the beginning, to like really keep that balance in the game. Because if they just started trying to air it out, then you kind of would get what he was talking about, where like you know Stafford starts trying to he starts panicking because certain routes aren't working out. Then the picks start to come because you start to rely only on him instead of like two really good running backs you have in the backfield. So. We're not gonna act like Matthew Stafford is but Carson Wentz out here now. But he, he's not Carson. I mean, he can he can yeah. he can throw the yeah, ball think, 40, think, 40 yeah, plus yeah, times. Yeah, and not make yeah he's not Carson Wentz, but there are games where like if he throws if he throws over forty times in a game, you're gonna get at least one. You're gonna get at least one mistake. Whether it be a pick or just it's like not, a four, that's, that's a four not and out. You can't get Brady a four and out. That's not that's not necessarily true. That's me. I've seen it. I've seen it. He hasn't thrown that many picks. In, he didn't throw that many picks in Detroit over the last shit, since 2014. He's throwing 12, 10, 10, 10, 5. Like, even this year, like, people were talking about all his picks. I mean, he's thrown 17, but he's thrown for also 41 touchdowns. Like, let's put some, like, let's put some respect on, on, on his name now. I mean, I mean, like I said, it's yeah, yeah but like I said, I mean, not like when I, when I think he makes mistakes, it's not just like, I'm talking about like literally like four and outs, which still eventually. Three, three, three and out also. Yeah, like, like it's like yeah, like four and out, three and out. Like it still leads to like momentum shifts in games because you're putting a lot of stat, you're putting you're putting a lot of stock into him just being able to throw the ball and put it anywhere. He can, but if you got a if you got an offense where I can defer to the running back or I got to check down, you know, like I'd rather take the chances every once in a while because keeps defense on their toes and it lessens the chances of a mistake. So. The Rams are beating the shit out of the Buccaneers. I want y'all to say I told you. And the Rams, I, I, I still think the Rams are gonna beat them. I just don't. I, I just hope they they mix it in. You know, I mean, if if ever comes out and like you know Vans going stupid, Cooper Cooper's doing Cooper like things. You know, like if they come out, and they just run all over them. Then I I eat my words. But like Acres and Acres and the boys gonna have at least you know probably a hundred yards combined between the two of them. Any more to say about this game, fellas? Good. Moving on to the to the prime rib, the <laughs> steak, <laughs> the main event of a rumble in the jungle. What? <laughs> oh, let me, uh, I, I got another one. Hold on, hold on. Mm. Damn, I don't got one that rounds with Arrowhead. But it was there. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's somewhere in it's somewhere in there. Arrowhead. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. But either way, man. How about, how about this? I got one for you. Oh, versus the Chiefs. No, how about I, I, you're gonna sell my shit. I already know you. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Wait, <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Obviously, again, I'll say it again. For anybody who didn't listen last week, and if you didn't, shame on you. <laughs> Damn it. Listen. But I said rematch. So let me finish here. Here, here's what I'm thinking: bloodshed at Arrowhead. That's what it is. But whose blood is it? Oh, the Chiefs win. 
I, I'm sticking with my prediction, brother. Chiefs, Chiefs win. It's going to be a tough game. I'm not going to cap it with you. Um, obviously, I'm picking the Chiefs, but this this will be a it, – It's either going to be it, really close. No, double digits. Or – You're not getting that again, Gramps. You're not getting that again. Yes, I am. Double digits. We're not beating the Bills by double digits. They are motivated, bro. Yes, you are. We're not getting that again. No. I go. I, yes, I, go, I go. The Steelers. The Steelers. You kind of got lucky. I go. Look, I, I am not a. I am not a Chiefs fan. I am yeah, not you like got Josh Allen having a, having a bad day. Yep. Because that's the only way that happens. Okay. That's yep. fair. That's the case. That's fair. I can get. Yeah. Chiefs win by double digits. Hey, double digits can mean ten. That doesn't mean. No, I got you. Three touchdown blowout. This specific team is extremely motivated to play just us. I understand. Literally. I mean, I mean, I mean, I understand. Like, they, plus, are, they, they are, they want us. Plus, literally, <laughs> plus literally like us. Jerry Hughes, like had the post the, in the post conf, post game conference, they said that their defense played with extra oomph because throughout that entire throughout the entire season, they kept hearing they might not, they might not make, like sometimes they didn't, they might not make it to the postseason. This defense don't look like I did weeks prior. They just, they, they choke a lot, you know, like they hear a lot of the stuff that gets that said about them in the media, so. Got a lot of incentive, and then plus, I do probably thought Josh Allen was going to have a mediocre day against the Patriots, just because you know he's going against Bill. They didn't turn the ball over. They they literally went up and down seven times, I think. So, it's not going to be. I'm not going to say that they're going to do the Chiefs, but it's not going to be easy. It ain't going to be easy. Now, granted, I would absolutely love if they beat them by two scores at least. I would. I would be ecstatic. I would be talking see, about shit. Double digits. I can see like thirty-one, twenty-one. That's double digits. I can see that. I see like, I see like, thirty-five, thirty-two. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I, ain't gonna, I mean, I, like, I, 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 uh, I, 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 I mean, a team that goes from dropping forty-seven, <laughs> I don't think they cool off that quickly. Ah, I'm sorry. But they haven't been, they're, doing, they're, they're, been uh, doing it all year, and they were looking mighty sketchy until that. So let's not act like it's far fetched. Yeah, but say, so I'm, that, I'm, that, like, like, yeah, that would be something. They run the ball a lot more, so that's also another reason. But I'm saying, but they can't run the ball. Is what I'm saying. They can't. Like, they, like, I don't care how they looked against the Patriots. Like, we played that team in the same and that same personnel: David, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, and Josh Allen. They couldn't run the ball. So, I'm not just gonna just think all of a sudden a year later that they can do that. So, I don't. Yeah, I mean, that's gonna be. It's gonna be a big deal for me the fact that they can't run the ball, in, at least in my opinion. Mm, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna play devil's advocate, and kind of like I did in the first game we talked about. Um, pick the Bills. Pick a side. I'm picking the Bills. I said I picked the Bills. Like uh, this time, I'm actually gonna give like a definitive answer because the Steelers game, I just kind of wanted to see something shake. Honestly, something shake. Why do you think the Bills are gonna win? That's Josh Allen playing with something to prove. The defense has a re- has a rejuvenate has a new lease on life. Um. Probably they're, they're going to be more motivated. They're probably going to be more motivated to try to run the ball against y'all again, even though they probably didn't work the last time. They're going to be more motivated to win. You ball. can try, but they just don't have the personnel. Like okay. the, like those running backs aren't great. Also, to your defensive point, couldn't I use that same point against the Chiefs? Because like nobody was getting slandered. No defense in the league was getting slandered the way the Chiefs defense was getting slandered. Like oh my god, it was. I mean, I, I'm, they were yeah, talking so I mean, bad about them. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. It, it might be a tie between y'all and the Bills, though, to a certain extent. Because I forgot who they. I forgot who the Bills lost to that one week. I think they lost to they lost to the Jaguars. They lose to. They did lose to the Jaguars. They lost to the Jets. The Jets. That's what it was. 
Yeah, it's not far fetched. They don't act like it's far fetched where they just come out and lay an egg. Less, yeah. I'm still saying, I'm still saying like a 31 21. And when it happens, and I said bloodshed at Arrowhead, and I, we can revisit it next week, and you can give me my props. I, uh, hey, I'm gonna give you your props after I get a very lengthy call out. <laughs> and I am not the Chiefs guy, you know that. So I mean, I lie. You, you 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 got it with the Steelers one. I'm not gonna lie. And in the first and in the first two quarters, it didn't look like you was gonna get that either. But I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know about this one. Yeah. I don't know about this one. I mean, I I was I was I, when the games I, I was worried before, but when the game started, I was never worried. When when we when our defense was stopping them like that, I was not worried. Yeah. Like our offense is gonna score eventually. Like they're fucking around right now doing dumb shit. Like yeah. I think we they got like what three three and outs in a row. I'm like yeah. We're gonna. As soon as we start scoring, is gonna get. Start getting. Yeah, it's gonna start getting ugly. Comfortable. I didn't think it was gonna. I didn't think it was gonna turn into that. But I, I was confident that we was gonna. After the game started, I saw. But this Bills game, I mean, hey, Sunday is a great day. Sunday is a great day for football. Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Bills and the Chiefs. I mean, it is a great day for football. He, he could get wicked really? real quick. He could get wicked. You got Josh versus Pat. You got, you know, Stafford versus Brady. I pray for good games. Yeah. And the Chiefs win. <laughs> yeah, We're we going to see, man. We're going to see. Yep, yep, yep. Well, uh, anything else to, uh, you know, wanna t- you guys want to talk about about the uh, future 2022 Super Bowl champs? <laughs> No, I'm not going that far. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna bait. You're not gonna bait me into that. What, what are you talking about, bro? I don't. I, don't, I, just, I, I said. I, don't know what you're I, about. I predicted Super Bowl rematch. I never said win. So we'll, we'll get to we'll we'll get to that. So. Anyways, okay. I guess we're gonna move on to the NBA then. If if you know if we don't want to address you know. The obvious, I guess. Actually, hold on. One more thing, though. This is the random that I just seen because I was scrolling through Twitter. The Washington football team at one point had Matt Lafleur, Kyle Shanahan, and Sean McVay. I was going to talk. I was. I was going to talk about this maybe after the show, but yeah, when they hired Jay Gruden, the staff was yeah Lafleur, Shanahan, and McVay. What exactly does that mean when you got when you don't have guys in the positions that they're in now that they're succeeding? You know what I mean? So like, if those guys aren't head coaches, like they they can still it's only just do so it's much. just ironic that three of the best yeah. coaches in the league now yeah. were literally all on <laughs> our staff at once. But they like, I feel you, but I mean yeah. that could also like I don't know, that, that changes by years too. You know what I mean? So that's like, just her years. It's, yeah, but it's still pain. It's still pain. Especially for McVeigh, like he was your tight end coach. Man, you like. get. You can give it three years, and McVay could start losing, and Lafleur could start losing. They could be out of the league in literally three years. That's all it takes. At a, at a certain point in time, we had Peter, uh, we had Reed Peterson, and I think was Bell- was Bellamy on there at that point, or a different at a different position. Mm. I'm not sure, but either way, when when Doug won the Super Bowl, he people were talking. We're propping him up, you know what I mean. A couple years later, he's out of a job, so it's like, yeah. shit, shit can change so fast with personnel and roster changes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, 
You'd be alright, Grimms. <laughs> Either way, moving on to NBA news. Um, I guess we're we're gonna touch on the Lakers since since they're in the news. Uh, they're just trying to make something shake, and it is reported right now that Bogle, Coach Bogle, is on the hot seat. Uh, basically, going through evaluation at a game by game uh, case basis right now. So, mm-hmm. I guess I would say I guess I would ask is. Is firing Bogle the answer? Um, I kind of want to go first. I don't think it is. Yes, it, yes, and no. Go ahead, though. Um, the reason I say it isn't because, unless that team still needs a lot of reconstruction, as far as outside of like the big three, of course, like the team, it may, it may be Monk. I'm, I'm gonna give Monk the because Monk been Monk been balling. Outside of that big three, more or less, or that four, the four names listed, they need a lot of retooling. I need to get a little bit younger, or at least get some veterans that are more in the time frame for it. It's just, a, it's just a lot of like. I mean, it might be a mental thing too. That's why, like, they're not playing the best. Because I mean, Vogel, Vogel's not a bad coach. Like, obviously, they won a championship with him. When he, when he was in Indiana, the team wasn't too bad until like you know the last like stretches after they got rid of PG and all that other stuff. So, I don't, I don't think getting rid of him changes anything. Like in the in their immediate future, it just means they have to start back over, learning whole new systems and everything. It doesn't change anything overall. Well, what I would ask you then, he's a, so he's a defensive minded coach, right? Yeah. Ours are defense bad. That uh, is not even saying that it's not even saying that it's directly his responsibility, but like. You know, that correlation will always be made. You're a defensive minded coach and our defense is bad. So, I mean, we didn't hire you because of your offensive mind. So, you know, what exactly are you bringing to the table at this point? Yeah. But it, yeah, that's why I said, like, more or less, like, that's why I feel like it comes down to the construction. Like, he's a defensive coach, but say, like, another another era, like, that was really good for his coaching, his coaching experience. He had that Pacers team. I think it was like, he had like, he had like Paul George. At the time, George David, David West, Roy Hibbert, Lance Stevenson, George Hill, a, a, a decreasing Danny Granger, who even then at certain points, you know, he still had he still has moments for that team before he went to Miami and stuff. Right. My thing is, Roy Hibbert was a bum, and he made he he made him a, a an all star. You know, I mean, yeah, Roy, Roy Hibbert offensively was terrible, but defensively was which is what Vogel wanted him for. Roy Hibbert defensively, honestly, mm-hmm. wasn't that great. He couldn't move his feet. He literally just happened to he, be. Yeah, he, he literally just happened to get into the NBA. Like a year or two before Steph took off, and everybody started spacing the floor. And actually, even with Miami, Miami was spacing the floor too because they had Bosh. They would put put Bosh the five and play small ball with, with Bosh. Yeah, yeah, Brian, yeah. Wade, yeah, like, he, 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 like he was struggling. Yeah, yeah, he was struggling with them. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. so, so yeah, but like to an extent, like that's that was like that was like his most productive defensive, like one of the most productive defensive teams that he's ever had. Now is that saying something because, like you said, he had Roy Hibbert on his team, so that's really all it is for the Lakers. Like they just need to like re- retool some things because right now they really a lot of those guys are offensive players. Like they they love to score, but the defensive side of the ball, a lot of them really might not put the work in right now. Man, Look, I'm looking at guys that can play defense; they just not, and I'm trying to figure out why. Yeah. Like 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 Malik Monk has shown flashes of playing defense. Tucker in the first season, well, the season before this year, showed the play defense. 
Reeves will read them. Reeves. Austin Reeves is a good defender. Yeah, Reeves, yeah, Austin Reeves is a good defender. Yeah, Douglas, yeah, yeah, Douglas, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a yeah, good Douglas defender. Reeves is a rookie. Because I, I wasn't I was going to count him. No. I wasn't going to count him in that. I mean, he's a good defender. Yeah, he's he's solid. Great feet. Knows how to use his hands. Decent size. And always in the uh, right spot mentally. You know, I'm not saying he's a, a stopper, but he's a pl- I think he's a plus defender. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that, that's why I feel like y'all got Stanley, which I mean, not looking at it. Oh, yeah, no, he needs to be, uh, he needs to be signed. Yeah, but I mean, looking at it, like, Stanley definitely helps y'all bench unit because he, defensively, well, actually, defense, defense really was never his problem. It was just, like, his energy, like, towards the game as a whole. Seems like he realized that, you know, he has to be more in tune with a lot of things. So defensively is definitely something that he wasn't, it's something that y'all need to bring to the table and y'all got it now. So y'all just got to add on to that. And we'll get some, as, as long as Vogel gets more of his guys, you know, they get the, they get they scoring up and stuff. It seems going to be fine. What do you mean? He, as long as he gets more of his guys, what does that mean? Guys that he can, guys that he can throw in and get some stops. Like, like, cause Stanley, Stanley, I forgot what type of rotation they run when he's in it. Well, those type, those types of guys uh, ain't really available unless we part ways with THT. Honestly, yeah, and they really don't want to do that. I mean, more or less, I mean, like y'all been shopping them, so to an extent, I feel like y'all want them out of there. I mean, shopping, shop, shopping them to an extent because only, only because we understand it's like we're not very flexible right now. We understand that any any significant deal, we're they're probably gonna have to include him, but they like him. They don't want to part ways with them, but it's like they see we see the issues. So I mean, if there's a deal that's good enough to really improve us, they're gonna do it. But they don't want to move them. You know, I mean, obviously nobody else. I mean, we're not gonna move. You know, well the old guys can't really move them. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not gonna move them. Yeah, like the white, like, 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 like the white Jordan aren't getting moved. You ain't nobody going. No, don't know what Melo. Melo's hurt right now too. So I mean, or kind of hurt. So. There's not really that many. Like, well, it's not even making no money either, though. Like, like he's not even making bread, so he like couldn't really. Can't say y'all clearing cap. If y'all trade Melo, son. He's making like a million dollars, and he's playing good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, playing well. I mean, defensively he get cooked, but offensively he. He's all, but he's he's been getting cooked on defense for years, though. That's not why he's out there. <laughs> he's out there to get buckets. I, I mean, and he does. I still mean, get he's buckets. been cooked for years. I mean, honestly, in past years, I mean, you know, he he at least got a block. You know, he, he did some. Now he just he he's he, he I mean, yeah, but in, you know, Pat. I mean, he gives he gives decent effort, but the only the issue is they get him in pick and roll. Yeah. He can guard. He can still really. He can guard like most threes and fours as far as staying in front of them. And like putting the hand up or looking respectable, but it's only when like that when he's on the court, they're just gonna hunt him in the pick and roll, and they're gonna put a one or a two in front of him, and then that's the that's where the issue comes from. Like, you know, it's unfortunate, but that's why he's not a starter. That's why he's just a he's a part time guy. He gives us his buckets, and then he goes back to the bench. Hmm. Uh. Oh, but uh, whatever GM LeBron wants to do, <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop that. <laughs> what else? Then? What else? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he does not make the decisions. He has to. A lot of times, he has too much input. I don't, and I don't. I don't know if it's from. It comes from a place of intimidation or respect. Honestly, I don't know if like. 
if like Rob Palenka looks at LeBron like look like he has such a great understanding of the game that he really takes his recommendations to heart or if he's more so just intimidated by him and it's like if I don't do what he wants then something bad gonna happen <laughs> I would probably say it's more of the first one honestly but in that you know in that understanding you kind of put yourself in a, in a in a situation when you sign Russ it's still not a, it's not a perfect fit and we're getting close to February and it, it's not going how it how you know some people thought it would myself included so you know you're gonna have to take some type of responsibility for that rob because this team is not really you know that well put together and i know lebron wouldn't have cared if uh deandre or avery bradley or kent baysmore or even dwight as much as i like you know as much as i like them and as much as i i appreciate the contribution they did for the, the the championship run like these are all old guys who didn't need to be on the team. Like, Dwight can be on the team. Let me take that back. Dwight can be on the team. I like Dwight and his contributions. And I, I don't think he's older, but I don't think he's completely, like, he's, he's not washed to me. Like, like DeAndre Jordan is washed. Dwight is still, can still be a plus player off the bench, especially in certain matchups. But yeah. a lot of these guys that, like, Rob decided to sign, didn't, we didn't need them to be on the team, bro. Like, uh-huh. no. Like, why do we have Kent and Avery on the same team? I remember, uh-huh. I remember they did say something about uh, Vocal didn't have any uh, any any input on y- y'all offseason. So I mean, the the idea of Brian having like a huge in, a, a huge impact on like who was on that ro- that roster when the season started is not too far fetched. I'm not saying he didn't have a huge a huge uh, impact, but I'm saying as the GM. Like he's not. I, I don't think Brian is tripping if you don't sign guys like Avery Bradley or Kent Bazemore. Like, yes, he likes his vets, but I mean, the whole team, or the majority of the team, is mostly vets. Like, you still have Trevor, you still got Russ, Melo. Like, there are vets that they have playing, but you need you didn't need some of these other guys. Like, and and then the like the redundancy of it. Like, if you have Dwight Howard, why in the hell are you signing DeAndre Jordan? <laughs> Doesn't make sense. If you have Avery Bradley, why in the hell are you signing Kim Bazemore? It's redundant. Like they're literally this like lesser versions of each other, and they're all past their prime. Uh, like it doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh-uh. uh, I will say that if they fire Vogel, does that mean that? Oh no. Does that mean the other guy? Is it Lionel Hollins, y'all assistant coach? Do y'all really want that? Like. As long as David Fisdale does not walk his ass to that bit, to that to that main coaching chair, that's uh, a lot. Uh, about to say, like, like, like literally, literally, I would take yeah. Lionel in a in a heartbeat. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that over David. David. Thinking about it, like, looking at y'all coaching staff, literally, y'all have three. Almost the head def- head coach. He's defensive. Lionel Hollins is definitely defensive because he coached some Grizzlies teams. Oh. And well, Fisdale also coached a few Grizzlies teams and New York, and it's very much defense. There is no change of pace, if, even if Vogel was to be fired. So it's literally just like, do you want the championship defensive coach or do you want the runner-up defensive coaches? If you have on your sister staff, so. I mean, for, like, well, well, also, yes, Vogel won the championship, and I'm not minimizing his his impact or anything like that. But he, he did have a great team. If, I'm sure if Lionel Hollins had LeBron and AD when he was coaching the Grizzlies during those those years, he he might have a, a better chance to get a ring too. So, you know, let's not act like he's out here 
Nick nursing it up and making all these great, all these great calls (laughs) and, you know, these great adjustments. It's not like, you know, it's not Steve Kerr benching Andre Iguodala for Draymond Green. You know what I mean? Like he, he didn't do any like transformative things that I saw that like, you know, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, you know, there's no, there's nothing in my mind that makes me think that Frank Vogel is technically better than like a Lionel Hollins. Like they both got to the similar, like the similar spots with their own, with the other teams, Pacers, Eastern Conference Finals. Memphis Grizzlies, Western Conference Finals. You know what I mean? Like one lost to the Thunder and Spurs, and the other lost to the Heat. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. they were good coaches uh, when they, for their teams, but I wouldn't say one is you know especially better than the other. Oh, I don't know. As long as they, like I said, as long as David Fisdale does not come down to that coach, <laughs> I'll be fine, David. David, he, he's bad. He is a he's bad. He's a bad coach. I, I, he is. He's a bad coach. Yeah. You, you you know you are what your record says, and he's a bad coach. He uh, just he, he can't coach. <laughs> Take that for data. He uh, can't coach. <laughs> it's kind of like a Paul Pierce situation too, where it's like I mean he tried to do anal- he tried to do analytic work and it didn't work out for that either. So I mean <laughs> I mean. Hey, oh, why you guys? Oh, yeah, yo, shots fired. Come on now. Paul was entertaining. Hang on, that Paul was entertaining. Paul really wanted to quit ESPN. He just said, "Fuck it." That's that's what that's what he just stopped caring. Shots fired. Why you guys? We're not gonna we're not gonna talk about the truth like this. No, Paul. His his playing game. I'm I'm basically with that because you know Paul Pierce got his buckets, but as far as him as an analyst, Paul Pierce. Paul wanted the hoes. That's really all Paul did the analytic work for it. Who don't? Who don't? Not that this don't? conversation degenerate into this. Who don't? Why are we hating on? Why are we hating on Paul Pierce now? When we were just talking about the Lakers. No, but this, I just want. I just want to yeah, say this, man. Like, uh, the disrespect <laughs> that the, that some of these kids are showing Paul Pierce is ridiculous. I agree. You got people. You got you literally got people saying like he's the most overrated player ever, and like just you know, oh, that, like yeah, I understand that this he didn't nickname himself the truth. Somebody else did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what, what, uh, Shaquille O'Neal did. Shaquille O'Neal did. What? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, Shaq also nicknamed Dwight Howard the new Superman, and then immediately took it back and gave it to Giannis. So I mean, it well, an, he didn't immediately take it back and give it to Giannis. Giannis had to earn it, and then him and Dwight had some type of falling out or whatever. And I don't think I, I'm not even sure Shaq ever called him the new Superman. I'm pretty sure he hated that from the start, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, oh yeah, oh, he he might have probably resented it for it. Hey, look, Paul Pierce was the truth. He's one of the greatest Celtics ever. He's a Hall of Famer. Leave him exactly. alone. Exactly, exactly. He wants to if he wants to spend the night with. Look, he's. Know, I get it. He's gotten a little weird and the weed and the hose and all that. But let's separate. Well, I mean, that's, that's been Paul Pierce his whole life. Let's not act like. like let's not act like that. He would. All right, but let's let for. Was he, let's, let's, was he not in the club? I'm about to see. I'm about to see. I'm about to see. Yeah, like, okay. His career almost ended because he was chasing after the hose. But let's. <laughs> but let's. We but can I'm, separate. I'm not, I'm not saying nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying Paul been Paul this whole time. Now, let's yeah, not act yeah. like he's been anything different. Uh, Paul gonna be uh, Paul. Let's just separate just, that. Let's just. Let's just separate that from the player, right? There's something like as far as like this, this and the analytic work. I'm like, hey, man, he wasn't the best analyst. I mean, I, I, I ain't gonna. He wasn't cheeks. Now, come on, right. let's let's we, let's. We we, 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 we can't sit here. 
he was entertaining. We can't sit here and act like we see him sitting up there with Jalen Rose and I don't know who else was up there. Was it Michelle Beadle? Michelle Beadle and Dwayne Wade yeah, sometimes. Like, and we, yeah, we, we he was entertaining. And Kendra Perkins. He was entertaining. I'm not calling him a Hall of Fame broadcaster now, but the man was cheeks. We're going to act like he wasn't entertaining? Hey, whenever Paul Pierce is on that desk, I change the channel. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> you, no, you can't. Nah, you can't. Uh, you can't. <laughs> hey, man. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, Frank Vogel's on the hot seat. I, I would not like to see him get fired. That's all I'm gonna say. But he does need to fix some shit. But yeah, um. I guess we're gonna take a we're gonna take a trip to the east, the Eastern Conference. Um, By the way, just real quick, real quick aside before you get to that, um, Kyrie scored thirty tonight. I uh, I, 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 start jersey, I want to start jersey shopping. Um, <laughs> I'm not worried. I told you, and the, the fact that Kevin got hurt as soon as Kevin got hurt, you really should have been worried. Honestly, that that as soon as that happened, you should be like, oh shit. Well, it, if it, you know, this, but if, if they're like a four, a, a four or three game home uh, road stand or something like that, road trip, something like that. Probably. I said, they were on the road for like their past three games. So that don't yeah, but, but, but like local, but like, but damn near yeah. local. They're not going far. Yeah, man. Hey, listen. Like I said, James Harden is in full, um, full facilitator mode. And Kyrie's is Kyrie's shooting guard. He gonna get the shots. It's light work. Um, I, I gotta be. It's, it's, it's light work, honestly. Um, but yeah, we're gonna move move over to the uh, well, the East with uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, who unfortunately lost tonight, but they were in the fourth overall seed uh, yesterday. But now they're sixth seed because that's just how close it is towards that middle of the Eastern Conference. But mm-hmm. basically. Basically, what I want to ask you guys is, one, how do you guys perceive the Cleveland Cavaliers? And two, uh, the driving force, Darius Garland, is he the most improved player of the year at this point? Hmm. I, if he's not the most improved, he's damn, he's close. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to be, I, I, I mean, the way they're playing, I think they're buyers at the trade deadline. And I'd be shocked if they're not a playoff team. I don't mean play in, playoff. You know, they're going to be in the playoffs. Unless, barring a catastrophic disaster. But not play in. No. Playoff. Yeah, like. In it. Yeah, five, six-ish. I think that's probably. Where where they're currently seeded six-ish. I think as things play out, that's probably about right. Could be five, maybe. But, like I said, they'll buy. It's a trade deadline, and yeah, good for them. Yeah, um, currently right now they are the six seed. They are mm-hmm. uh, two wins ahead of the Hornets, one lo- and then also uh, one loss behind, or one loss in front, I guess. They're twenty seven and nineteen, and the Charlotte Hornets, who are in the seven seed, are twenty five and twenty. Yeah, they got some cushion, most definitely, like between. It, a, a little, yeah, a, a bit, a bit. Yeah, but um, I mean, honestly, Garland, I don't think most approved. I mean, I think he deserves an All Star berth. The, the voting has been atrocious. I don't even want to talk about it right now. But I mean, the Cavs are definitely one of the teams that not only like shocking 
as far as just who they got. I mean, they 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 were they had a lineup. They had, they had running a lineup of Markin and Mobley and Allen, not from a talent perspective, but just the fact of like I think Markin is seven foot, Mobley seven foot, and Jared Allen six eleven. An orthodox lineup on paper shouldn't work as well as it does, but it does, and it's enjoyable to see Cleveland having success with a team that is almost a complete polar opposite to the team that they've had success with in the past. And um, right. especially like with um, the rumors are true that they're trying to get Karis LeVert because obviously the patients are blowing theirs up. They can get Karis LeVert and probably only give up like Burrow and like Windler or Crow and Osman and like give up a few picks. This team definitely becomes like a, a bigger threat because then they, they got a solid number two. Like to really like you know put the buckets up, go with Garland who's facilitating at an amazing rate over these past few uh, these past few games. Um, they become a lot more interesting down the stretch. I agree. I agree. Um, let's see, let's see. I don't know. As time goes on, like Darren, Darius Garland is like becoming one of my like favorite young players in the league. Like I still like Ja better because Ja is that guy. But Darius, Darius is nice, man. His handle is something that people do not talk enough about. He has like this kind of unorthodox hesitation to like his moves. Yeah. Like, he's very hard to like guard, and like you said, like he he has pretty good vision. Like he's actually like running the offense out there, like not just you know. Not you know, not just reacting technically, if that makes sense. Like not just driving yeah, and kicking or something like that. Like he's actually like running offense, yeah. you know, pick and roll, you know, playing off the playing all off all of that. Like he's he's a real he's a real playmaker. Like people people seem you to forget I mean? that from that from the draft class, like the year, yeah, the, the season leading up to it for college. The main prospects that people were really looking at was the Duke three and him. Because Arias had like a lot of potential, like play not only just scoring but playmaking wise. And granted, he got hurt for his college season, so it, so he yeah. didn't like, go out to where he like he played into like, where he got drafted at. Once he gets the ball in his hands, which is why I feel like Sexton is not going to be there much longer. Um, once he no Sexton yeah. is Sexton, Sexton might be gone. Gonna be gone after this. But um, once he gets the ball in his hands, like, if he, presumably he will, uh, yeah. You got to got I mean, he he has to be at this point. It's like you see how you you see one how Darius is playing without yeah. him, and then you see how he's playing with when he's like the main, I guess, ball handler. Like you see this, and it, it's translating to team success. Like, <laughs> like Colin definitely proved himself to be a credible scorer the year before. You know, averaging to well, actually, the past two years, he proved yeah. to be a credible scorer. But it's just like. I just don't think that they think that that's going to fit, especially like with his height, along with Darius. Like they're both kind of yeah. undersized. Uh, pl- yeah, they're going to try to get a, a big two guard. I pl- think with the lineup that they're running, like obviously, I would I would rather have Garland as like my smallest player on the floor than Colin, just because like like I said, like if Garland's getting guys, he's, he's getting marketing involved, he's getting Mobley involved, he's getting Allen, he's getting Allen in that pick and roll a couple times. Curl probably isn't living up to it, but that's just I mean like this might just be not be the team for him, or less. But even Kevin Love, like Kevin Love has been having some sneaky 
but he's having sneaky games where <laughs> no, he's, he's like dropping he's dropping double digits he's getting his rebounds up he's no bro kevin is these young cats Kevin's having fun again have completely re yeah honestly he's he's literally enjoying playing basketball Kevin's again. having he, fun again he's averaging he has a he honestly he got a six man of the year uh case he's averaging 14 and 7 in 21 minutes a game yeah. like he's hooping like he I mean, really 40% is. Forty percent from like, the three. He hasn't shot forty percent from the three since yeah, two thousand seventeen. He's, he's yeah, he's hooping. Like yeah, there's no, there's no. Yeah, there's, yeah. it's like yeah. Ed man, Ed man from, is a chemistry, from a chemistry standpoint, I would definitely see them getting rid of Sexton because the team, also the team doesn't really move the same. I feel like when Sexton's running point because I feel like most possessions end with Sexton getting to the rack or shooting. Garland, it, it's still that chance right. of it, but if a dude's open on a on a on a pick. Off, on an off ball pick or like a dude's open in the corner, Garland gonna see that. Like he 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 not he he not gonna right. want to just get his stats up. He gonna he gonna dish that open man. So. And also, I don't want to make it sound like you know that a lot of his shot attempts were like inefficient. Like he's not. I'm not saying he's the most efficient, but it's, it's also not just throwing up bad shots all the time. Like he shoot he shot pretty effectively. Like the last two years, Colin Sexton did. So like I don't want to make it sound like you yeah. know. Like he's just throwing up bad shots all the time. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, but like you said, it's just I just about fit. I just yeah, I don't think it's plus it's like I mean, sex, 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 sex worked on his, yeah, he, like he really worked on his scoring, and it's like obviously that was something that he felt he yeah like he's that's like he felt like that was something he really wanted to work on. But with a team, with the way that the team is going, they need a guy that's doing like a little bit of everything. Like because Garland's really not that Garland's a, he's, he's a decent defender. They're both six yeah, one. Like, I mean, like, cause I, those, 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 so, like, Sexton was a little bit farther along defensively than Garland was, uh, in my opinion. Other than that, I mean, I mean, I, I think that he, I think Sexton is really. I wouldn't even say he's, you know, better defensively. I would just say like Sexton's just a dog. Yeah. He's gonna compete. He's gonna get at it at, at the defensive end consistently. But like, he don't have the size. Yeah, the size I mean? there, like, but his, his his the mentality of like I'm gonna lock this dude up. It's like it's in him, which kind of makes it. Yeah, it makes it a little better. Garland, he can work on that. But as far as like you know, offensively, where they really are probably evaluating it from, Megan Wise, he gets he gets involved. Man, you know? it's tough. It's tough to be elite, uh, an elite guard in this league, and not be a good playmaker or a great playmaker. Uh, you know what I mean? Like six one, six one, six two. Like the only guys I can think of is like Donovan Mitchell, who is otherworldly as far as like scoring. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say that Kyrie's a great playmaker. I think he's really good, but obviously, like, I mean, he, obviously, he's leaning yeah. more to the score back. Yeah, but I mean, he, I mean, I, he's a way better playmaker than, to my, in my opinion, than Colin Sexton is. Like, significantly yeah. better. Like, Kyrie can run an offense. I've seen him do it before. Yeah. He can run, he can run, he can run pick and roll. And obviously, he's a way better scorer. Yeah, he's just a way better scorer than Colin is, even at this age. So it's just like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to find like his, like we we all agree that he's gonna get moved, but I'm trying to just figure out what would be the best place for him because like you never want to get injured and then come back and find out you know you're not you're expendable now and you know, but that's looking like what's gonna happen. I really don't know where where he's where a good fit with him would be where he's a starter. Weird. He might I'm be looking kidding. at six man, uh, six man role. I'm not gonna lie. Weirdly enough, I mean, this kind of does go into like 
Harris Levert thing, but I mean, Indiana might be one of the only places where like he could get moved and potentially be his team within the next two or three years. They're rebuilding, so I mean, if they get a guy like him over there at point, that would be pretty nice for him. I can see it. Brogdon Brock the point, though. Yeah, but I mean, Brogdon sure. is like two, 27. And if they're rebuilding, at some point, at, at, at some point, he getting moved to. So, like, right. I mean, they ain't gonna move. They ain't gonna move everybody. They're gonna keep one. Yeah. of them. They gonna keep one of them. Like Sabonis is for sure probably gonna get gonna get gone, but they are gonna keep. Yep. One yeah, of those guys. They're not moving Brogdon, Levert, and. If anything, if anything, if they can move at least, if they can move two out of the four, they'll be fine. Because I think Levert and Turner will probably be the easier, the easiest to move. I forgot about Turner. Yeah. So yeah, then I, yeah, they're not gonna move all yeah, four. Like, like, yeah, like, like, yeah, through trade. Like, they're not gonna like Turner and Verd will be the easiest to move because because like you know, still pretty young himself. But but if they if they have some bonus and broaden and like say for example you know Sexton, well, is it, well yeah, he still be he probably still be a six man for them too. Like Sexton coming off the bench, explosive, uh, explosive little score, scrappy on defense, kind of like TJ McConnell, but a little bit better. I feel like that would be like that would be something that would be fun for him. Honestly. Yeah. Um, did you guys still want to get into the trades or did you want to push that back? Mm. Well, gee, you want to talk about some trades? Say no. <laughs> we could do, we could push it back. Yeah, we could put we could push it. So yeah, we could push it back. Yeah, because because it's it's a lot of speculation and mm-hmm. probably would be all time consuming and yeah. Well, okay, just to uh, just to end this topic, I guess. Um, who would you guys say is also in this most improved uh, player running, in, in your opinions? Hmm. I know I got I got uh, well I know a lot of people don't allow second players but I I, I don't I, I don't care I, I got uh, Garland uh, Desmond Bain yeah and uh, there's another one in there and Tyler Hero mm. but this is Tyler Hero's third year right this is third season yeah was drafted with a. Uh... He's what about Kuz? Kuz could be in there. Kuz could definitely could definitely be in there. You know, hey, listen. I want to go back to the earlier episodes when I was when I was when I was uh, on 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 the couscous train. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, this man is coming up with just nicknames and shit out of the door. Uh... Hey, hey I, look, was I was I have I not have I not defended Kuz? I mean, if we're gonna get, I mean, if we're gonna get the marvelous, the chosen, then we're gonna, I guess, we're gonna have to hear about the couscous train. You gotta hear about the couscous train. Come on, then you help them come up with bloodshed. Oh mercy, you're helping them. Like, what is this? Exactly. And then when when you when you pull the the little uh the little lever, it goes cool. Oh boy, Christ! You pulling it cool. Oh boy. If he keeps playing like he's playing, <laughs> I, I I I wouldn't have mentioned it 
Otherwise, I'm just you know we didn't we didn't necessarily need the couscous trade, but okay, all right. Kind of with the announcers, it, it would want to do that now whenever he scores. <laughs> exactly. He's, hey, listen, cut me, cut me a check, Washington or the NBA, whoever, somebody. Cut well, the they check. are already doing that. Somebody, somebody. Cut the check. Okay, Anthony. All right, Anthony Mackey, cut the check. <laughs> cut the check. Hey, man, listen, he's he's almost up to 16 points, averaging eight rebounds. Uh, is averaging, I think, his career high in assists. The way he's scoring right now, man, I can really see him getting up to about 18. He gets to 18, 8, 18, and 9. Mm. Hey, they're, they're going to want to give it to him because he, he was in the spotlight so much last year just for, like, you know, making bad plays. And, you know, when you're with the Lakers and you're playing with LeBron, like, everything that you do, every mistake you do is going to be uh, magnified. And when you have a good game, that's what you were supposed to do. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's like, so yeah, so it's just like, the way he's playing now, it would definitely be a nice story. I, I would, hey, they they would want to give it to him if he's deserving. Yeah, I mean, him and Darius Garland, they, yeah. yeah. If anything, I'd, I'd probably say I had like the same two that you did, Chris, at the beginning with like Garland and Bane. But mm-hmm. Derek, yeah. uh, I mean, I just they don't. I know that I just know they don't give it to second year players. I don't really know why. I mean, I, I know why, but I don't. Yeah. Know. You know, like. They say you're supposed to make that jump, but I mean, if you are deserving it, I mean, shit. Yeah. Give, give I, I, well, like, if, if the numbers are just jumping out the box, then it's like you kind of just you kind of got to just let him let him do what he got to do. Yeah. Like when uh, when Lucas first the second year jump, they didn't yeah. give it to him. I think that year they gave it to was it Brandon Ingram? Was it Ingram? Or was it Devontae Graham or somebody? Might have been. It might have been Ingram. I think. I think it might. Have, I think it might have been too. Or wait, is it twenty twenty? Yeah, twenty twenty was twenty twenty. Yeah, it was yeah. Brandon Ingram. I feel like, I feel like one that also could count. Well, twenty twenty was his. Th- no, twenty twenty was his third year. That was like nineteen. Though. His first year was the Pelicans because he had already, he'd already been on the Lakers two oh, years. Yeah. So no, 19, 2019 was Pascal Siakam. That was LeBron's first year in LA. And Brandon Ingram's last time last year in LA. Hey, that was before the trade. He got traded in 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think that Darius is probably probably a safe pick. He's putting the world on notice, man. Jalen Brunson could also be in it too, though. Yeah. Well, mainly for Brunson, like I, I kind of feel like he needs to be thrown in just because I mean, Carlisle wouldn't give him no minutes, so that. Like with 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 the little minutes that he started to get, he had a minute increase in twenty twenty. But oh, so he, I mean, yeah. he's playing. He's playing a lot of minutes. He's playing. Is he? He's still coming off the bench this year, right? Or is he starting? He's playing starting. Yeah, minutes. Like, he, he's coming off the bench, but he's playing a lot of minutes. Like if he, if he's cooking, like he stays in the game. Like Jason Kidd, and he he got a problem keeping yeah, him in 30, the game. Thirty one minutes is yeah. Thirty one minutes is yeah. You, you you a starter at this point because I'm pretty I'm sure he's finishing games. Yeah, it's too, like so. his points have jumped up by a lot. His assists have increased. Even his rebounds have jumped up, which is crazy to me with how short he is. But I mean, the only difference is like his uh, you know, percentage might have dipped. But I mean, she, but she's still she's still shooting fifty percent from the field. I mean, you know that that can't be ignored. But Brunson, I mean, Brunson always has been a solid guy. Which once again, he just falls into that boat of like good player bad role as far as just there's like maybe there could be some people in front of him but 
more or less like he he's like undeniable at a certain point where you gotta gotta just you gotta throw him out there and let him do what he let him do what he does and let him do it. So Yeah, no, I feel that. Um last last note before I before I take this out. Um, is it too late for Cam Reddish to come in and take this award? Probably. <laughs> uh, if he if he goes to the year after this twenty, then. I mean, it, it, I think it's a real possibility that he's going to average like sixteen to seventeen points. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd say too late. But it's getting close, at least. Season. It's getting close. Yeah. He took an all star break. He took an all star break. So, I mean, if he come back after that all star break. Yeah. So, he's, so, yeah. He's played 34 games so far this season. And they've played, what is that? 43? Played 43 games so far? Mm. Yeah. He's averaging about 12 points a game. Shooting eh, below average, but well, from the field, but everywhere else. I mean, he has had a numbers jump. Less minutes, actually, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, because it it was that that time that Trey was out and DeAndre was out, and he was like, all right, I'm going to score. And he started dropping like 20 and 30. And then they was like, all right, you're gone. You built up your you, you built up your value. Like, like, you like your stock is increased. So we'll send you somewhere else. All right. Uh, I feel like they're going to be kicking themselves uh, two years, honestly. But that's neither here nor there. Maybe they won't if DeAndre Hunter continues to develop his game. You know, off the dribble and yeah. on ball and stuff like that. So. I mean, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's 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 what I got. That's our show for today. Um. Any any lasting remarks, fellas? Anything at all? Bloodshitted Arrowhead. Remember I said it. Bloodshitted Arrowhead. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. All right, so bet. Um, I will see you guys um, at Arrowhead on Sunday. Make sure you take the Cuscoos train on the way there, and uh, we'll be wearing our Lakers jersey. We'll be wearing our Lakers jerseys, and our Lakers enforcements will be on our sides. So, uh, this has been the Going for Three Pod, and uh, you can follow me at Christy Cons on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, guys, where can I follow you at? Uh, at Twenty Three on Twitter. Uh, at PTP underscore ninety nine. The K. Uh, the K. Cunningham enthusiast. Thank you very much. Can't miss it. Can't miss it. There you go. There it is. And don't forget to follow us, the pod on Twitter at Going for Twenty by the end of January. Yes, yes, yes. Need that twenty. Come on. Share with your grandma, your uncle, your pet, your pet's friend that's in the neighborhood that you see on the street. Share it to everybody. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Well, this has been the Going for Three Pod. Uh, you guys stay safe out there and be blessed. All right. Have a good one.